the pregame party miss podcast make sure you follow me on that instagram underscore dj chase on that twitter at dj chase that facebook da real dj chase lock in with me enjoy your listening experience i hope you guys are really really enjoying the podcast i enjoy doing it i enjoy bringing you guys really dope interviews so you know have some fun tune in lock in yeah the pregame party miss podcast let's get it you are now listening to the hottest station, WDJC-DV, DJ Chase Radio, www.djchaseradio.com. All right, all right, all right, all right. Y'all been waiting for it. The new official mobile app, DJ Chase Radio, on all app stores, Google Play, Android phones, and Apple phones, iOS phones, man. Download that DJ Chase Radio app. Stay connected with us 24-7, the hottest music, playing the hottest music and the hottest shows 24-7. You know this, man. DJ Chase Radio, WDJC, DB, DJ Chase Radio, the hot new audio home for the creative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Miranda Wrights, and you are now tuned in to DJ Chase Radio, the hot new audio home for the creative. Let's get it. Yeah. Let's get it late. There's no other. Yeah. There's no other option. We be winning, we DJ Chase Radio record-breaking exclusive. Exclusive.
Yeah, man, it's the one and only DJ Chase, the pregame party miss podcast right here on WDJCDB, DJ Chase Radio, the DJ Chase Radio mobile app out now on the App Store and the uh, Google Play Store, the Audible app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and YouTube DJ Chase TV. But enough of all of that. We got New York City's finest, the super talented, the lovely, the bubbly, the snowboarder, Miranda Wrights in the building today. How you doing, mama? I'm good. Jeez, thank you for the intro. Can I get that for the intro for a record? Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Whatever you need from me, you have it for me. You got it. You got it. <laughs> for sure, for sure. First and foremost, how you feeling today? I'm good. I'm good. I actually had like a few hours to relax today, mm. which is insane because I kind of had this whole thing in my mind when I got back from tour. I was going to have some time to chill, and yeah. that has not been the case. So gotcha, gotcha. I enjoyed today <laughs> <laughs> cool 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 all right man so i want to get into your background i want to get into because there's not many interviews on you i really haven't seen too many interviews so i want to talk about i want people to kind of learn who you are because you're so fire and you're so dope you know what i'm saying uh your background a little bit oh what's your nationality your bi- yeah, biracial correct yes uh so my dad is black and my mom is portuguese and polish Wow. Okay. <laughs> copy. Copy. Who I like? What I am? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. And uh, you know, you're from New York. You know, what I'm saying New York is the melting pot of all, you know, races and genders and creeds and religions and everything like that. You know, growing up in New York, you know, it can be tough. Did you ever feel like, you know, what being mixed, like, you know, what I'm saying being black and Portuguese, and you know, did you ever feel like that was like a disadvantage for you? Well, did you see it as a disadvantage or an advantage? Excuse me. Um, well, you know, it's interesting because obviously being from New York, but then I also spent a lot of time in Jersey as well. And like I moved around a lot as a kid. I feel like it was always like this thing of like my parents were always trying to get me into like better school systems mm-hmm. and better environment, so to speak. So as that happened, things kind of got a little bit more suburban, but now also just like traveling. So I always say like being mixed is really hard, right? Because I feel like sometimes people try and like figure out where you fit, if that makes sense. And they try and figure out what you're more of. And like, it's kind of like that weird, you know, um, back and forth. But then at the same time, it's interesting because after traveling so much and being in different places where there's not a lot of culture i'm Mm. also like wow everything that i received from back home feels light in comparison because when you go to other places like you said like new york is like the mecca of like culture like i always say everybody's just like it's just like a giant gumbo yeah yeah, Um, for sure so i feel like now i'm like just kind of after being different places i'm like well, you know what? New York really is kind of that place you want to be where it's like it's just accepting of everyone because you don't go different places and it's not like that at all. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And what part of, you know, being that you say you grew up in Jersey, which I didn't even know, you know, what part of New York would you say that you represent? What part of New York represent? What part of Jersey you represent? Definitely Manhattan. <laughs> 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 definitely, I definitely have like the Manhattan vibe. Um, and in terms of Jersey, out of the places I've lived, Union mm-hmm. City was my favorite. Yeah. Um, then, like, Edison was probably, like, second, but that was only because I had family there. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> copy, copy. Now, you know, uh, were your parents involved in music? Like, did they, like, like were they musical parents or they just was, like, working class, you know, about working and stuff like that? So, 
it's interesting because my parents love hip hop. My dad, yeah. he's from the Bronx, so he's like your diehard old school hip hop head. When I first started, when I first told him that I wanted to rap, yeah. like we literally would just start going to park jams together and different ciphers. He's like, you got to learn everything about hip hop culture. So he's like <laughs> diehard hip hop head. My mom, same thing. She loves hip hop. So they're not they are not into music, but they have a great appreciation um, yeah. for music. So I'm kind of like a little bit like the oddball in that sense, but the yeah. love of hip hop has always been in my house. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, what made you want to be in music? Like, what made you like? Because you know, you you've been doing this for a minute. I've been following your career for a very very long time. And uh, you did you always want to be in music, or you just was like something you just like came just it just happened. It was one of those things where, like, I was honestly just writing to write because it felt good and it was just, like, a, more of, like, an expression thing. Mm. And then I started uploading things to YouTube and people were actually listening to it. Oh, wow. So, like, and it was, like, the combination of just, like, I really just submerged myself into music. And I just feel like, you know when they say, like, you find that one thing in life that mm. it just, like, clips and it makes sense and, like... When I started making music and putting it out, and then I did like just my first show, I'm like, this is like what I need to base my life around. Like just the feeling of it, the people that yeah. I've met, music. Like music has really given me so many incredible um, experiences. Yeah. So it was yeah. kind of a random thing, but it was just, I guess, like a timing thing, and it just felt right and good. And I just haven't looked back since. Nah, that's what's up. Yeah, like even just now, like this crazy. The, per, the I, I was telling you off camera that somebody booked me for a, a, a fifth grade graduation, but it's crazy. I DJ for her baby, her mom's baby shower last year, and the little daughter requested me for. She's ten years old, and she requested me to DJ her. Bro, I'm like ten years old. Like, what are you doing? Oh, like, you know, I, I got sneakers. <laughs> I got sneakers at ten years old in my house. Like, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I totally understand. Yeah, I, I totally understand. You know the power of music and things like that and um you know who did you listen to growing up like who did you listen to like who inspired you to like you know it, it could be uh mainstream or otherwise you know who inspired you to listen uh to get into music excuse me definitely lots of uh jay-z eminem wu-tang um a tribe called quest yeah mc light eve uh missy elliott is my favorite so when people are like yeah. who inspires you like missy elliott is the queen <laughs> there has still yet to be i mean think about it and like there's a lot of amazing female artists but think about it there has yet to be another missy elliott for sure and music sure. so i just yeah. feel like she's just really incredible what she's done um and then of course, like I listen to Nikki. Um, I really like everything. Like I feel like I have like a like whenever you look like whenever I look at my like hip hop playlist, it's everything from like eighties to current. And I just feel like it almost is dope when you put it on a playlist together. Because yeah. you can literally hear like the evolution of music. Um, and then I also feel like I've had periods of my life where I just listen to one artist. Like I remember there was just like two years where only, I only listened to J. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just only listen to J. Cole. And That's then I crazy. went through like a 10 phase. Um, I love Russ. Like, I just feel like there's a lot of dope artists that are doing their thing. For sure, for sure. And um, how did you come up with the name Miranda Rice? Like, how? that's a crazy... Because when I played the record on um, in a big radio station, the, the video I sent you, she's like, what's her name? Miranda Rice. And she started laughing. I'm like, yeah, like, Miranda Rice. Like, so how did you come up with the name Miranda Rice? 
So, I mean, of course, everybody knows Miranda writes, right? So it's like a play on words and like the rights to remain silent. So you gotta have fun <laughs> there. And then too, like, I just, I love the creative process. It was just kind of a paying homage to just the actual creative process of music. Mm -hmm. um, I think like, when artists, like especially like myself, when I'm in the studio and I'm writing, that's where I feel like the truest form of art comes from is that like unfiltered, raw moment before you start twisting things around and changing things and modifying things. So it was just kind of my way of like, paying homage to the fact that I just love writing, the creative process, um, and I wanted to do something fun and have somebody, something to think about. <laughs> For sure, I respect it, I respect it. Now I gotta ask, you being a female rapper from New York, and I have to ask this, who you got for the ladies, Foxy Brown or Kim? Ah, uh, <laughs> that's a really, I don't want to answer that. <laughs> I don't want to, because I mean, they're so, they're like they're different you know what i mean i feel yeah. like when people ask that question it's hard because foxy is just raw and sexy and confident and like Lil kim she's just the epitome of not giving a fuck excuse me i don't know if i'm allowed to <laughs> nah, you go ahead this is my show this is this is all mine this is all um, mine you good and <laughs> not just beat me out um but like, you know, Lil' Kim was just the epitome for women really not having to give a fuck. She was just like, this is how we live. This is what we do. We like the same shit as you guys. So I don't, I can't even say who's better. I just, I feel like they represent different things, even though people like to make that comparison. Yeah, for sure. And now let's talk about your music now. Now with your music, right? You do, uh, you do a common, you have a very unique sound that evolved itself. I'm gonna say it's evolved. So in a sense of you put a lot of harmonizing in your music now on top of the rapping, uh, you know, when did you, when did you decide to start doing more harmonies as opposed to just like rapping straight through? Um, you know, I think I'm constantly evolving at this point in my music and my sound. Like, anybody who's been following me, like, if you heard my first thing, like, they know yeah. how underground this shit is. We're going to talk about knowledge yourself. Um, We're going to talk about all the classics. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. So that's, like, you know, that's, like, the roots of, like, who I am. And then I just feel like now, like, you know, when you have been making music for such a long time it's almost like you kind of feel like you're trying so many different things or mm -hmm. things maybe what it should sound like or what it should feel like and i just think at this point for me now i'm just having fun right now so whatever yeah. that means if that means rapping on one record singing on another screaming on another like whatever like i just feel like i'm at this point where i'm really just having fun because i feel like that's how like the best shit is created yeah. and um you know too like this i feel like i base a lot of my music now to during like live shows and where it is that i'm performing mm -hmm. and the one thing that i love is like i love when i get to see people actually dancing to the music because one thing is like too if you're just like bopping right and you're chilling and then that's like an energy but then it's another energy when you're actually having people dance and they're joining you on the dance floor so i feel like i'm just creating based upon a feeling and if it feels like i need to sing it then i'm gonna sing it and if it feels like <laughs> I need to rap it, then i'm gonna do that so for sure for sure now i want to um also too uh where we at we, oh yeah now so knowledge itself like oh you back then you were just like getting started and you were just like figuring it out and doing the video but it was just like there you know do you feel like that like oh and in, in the subject matter that's what i was going to ask you too about the subject matter you know the subject matter back then was more like even it, it was it's still the same thing 
it's still like conscious it's still you know uh uplifting it's like i said still conscious but it still has that substance to it but now you're doing more mainstream more you know what i'm saying do you feel like that growth has helped you ch- like in your music journey thus far yeah i mean i think for me i've always just i like provoking thought from people and that's mm-hmm. obviously the epitome of and it's interesting because I always say like that song was made so long ago but literally what's happened in our world is literally but I thought things were crazy then now with social media forget about it it's it's, it's nothing out here yeah yeah, I'm like, I thought things were weird back then, but I'm like, that song people should be listening to that song right now (laughs) um in the world but I mean you know that's always going to be the root of who I am and I think the difference is is now people are getting a little bit more of a fun version of me musically but I feel Mm. like the thought is still there in terms of like the impact that I'm still very conscientious of what it is that I'm saying and I feel like I'm even when I'm recording I'm creating like the vibe is a little bit different but it still has that thing of like okay what am I saying to people? How is it making them feel? And then also afterwards, like, what can they take from it? Because sometimes it's not even, like, just about what you're saying. Um, but then it's also the aspect of, like, the feeling. But then if you're saying something that is not positive, you just still feel that, too. And I mm. feel like my music's a positive undertone where it's like, if you're listening to it, you can jam and you can smile yeah. versus putting other messages in the music so i'm still conscientious about um you know how i feel like people like the perception of how people are perceiving everything for sure for sure i respect that and you know as a female mc and especially as a independent uh, artist you know what i'm saying what is one of the toughest things that you had to deal with just like one ah uh, there's a lot <laughs> that's why i said that's why i said well, that's why i said that <laughs> uh. I think my biggest thing is that I'm like a natural free spirit and um, rebel heart. So I have a tendency to challenge the rules and that tends to piss people off because I have a very like, you know, mentality where I'm like, well, you'd be like, well, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, great. I'm going to do it anyway. So, you know, (laughs) my biggest thing is that I think for so long I've been told what to do, how to do it. Mm. And I've never listened any of it but yet i'm still here and i'm still doing things in my own way so yeah i think that's probably this thing copy copy respect respect now let's talk about the snowboarding as somebody like myself who goes to the gun range and rides atvs and i, I'm, yeah. I, have, I, I haven't gotten a motorcycle just yet but i do the atvs how did somebody like you get into snowboarding when there's no snow in new york to do snowboarding how did you get into that so my mom, she's from Pennsylvania, so she grew up skiing. Yeah. And then she got my dad to try snowboarding because, of course, you know, she's like, you need to go snowboarding. Yeah. And then what? they would go together, and then I just remember he was just like, well, you guys, like, they would force, like, they would literally force me and my brother to go to the mountain with them because it was, like, this way for us to all hang out as a family. <laughs> and me and my brother would be like, ugh. We don't want to go snowboarding with you. Yeah. Snow-? Like, none of my friends were snowboarding. Like, it was not a thing that people were doing. Like, nobody was, like, getting out from school and be like, hey, we're going to go snowboarding. <laughs> so I actually tried skiing first hated it yeah. um 
I just didn't click for me. And then I tried snowboarding and I fell on my ass the entire day. See, that was the thing with me. Like, that's why I haven't done it yet. I'm, I'm too old to do it now. My knees would be breaking down on me. I'd be like, nah. Mm. <laughs> no, you'll be good. But I'm like, you know, I'm like falling. I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I doing this? But then I just remember there was like a one point that day where I was able to actually stay mm. balanced for more than like eight seconds. And I was like snowboard. I was like, wait a second. That kind of felt good. So um, I ended up going back to the mountain with one of my friends and like we just started snowboarding and then she didn't even end up snowboarding like long term. But like that was like my girl that I was going with and mm. I would always be like, hey, let's go snowboarding. Um, but then it became a thing for me. I was just like, this is so freeing and liberating, like just listening to my music. My hair is <laughs> blowing in the wind. Like I just yeah. felt and I think I'm very much like an adrenaline person. That's why, like, I love running. Like, I love anything that gives you that like nice. Same feeling. with me. That, that's how I got hooked on the ATVs and the four wheelers. I was like, I went out to my homeboy yeah. in, in Pennsylvania, and I was like, I never looked back. I was like, this is this is it for me. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that adrenaline rush, and I'm yeah. like. Maybe I am like an adrenaline junkie because I'm always yeah. like chasing for things that like give me that like high. Um, I'm the same snowboarding way. gives me high. Like yeah. I just get this freedom and I just feel like I can do what I want. And like being on top of the mountain is just amazing. Like everybody, everybody needs to try snowboarding at least once. I'm gonna try it. Like I said, my knee, I got these these hard these hard DJ knees. So I'm you know I'm a big guy. So I'm gonna try my best. We're gonna go snowboarding. I'm definitely with that. I'm with that. I drive out there. And, uh, you know, the snowboard market, same with me. Like, I'm in the car culture, and I know what it's done for me is my career as far as, like, you know, promoting DJing and car culture and stuff like that. You know, how has the snowboarding market helped your music career independently? So, a lot. And yeah. something that even was intentional. So, when I started snowboarding, I remember just looking up to see if there was any other, like, female artists that were snowboarding. Nah, I could nah. not find one. Not one, I yeah. Find one. I was literally looking up female rappers plus snowboarding on YouTube, and I could not find one person. And I was like, that's insane. And, you know, snowboarding, obviously, is a male-dominated white sport. But I'm just like, I can't believe there's not one girls saying like that's raps and snowboards so i started just making it a thing and i started like rapping about it and it was literally because it was like inspiring to me that there was no other females doing this and then also it was just kind of like i'm like i need to like get into this community and start like making friends with other women that are going to the mountains because like we should be on the mountains too so it ended up just like creating this whole like movement and like fast forward now it's like you know i'm an ambassador for burton snowboards like i've done stuff with like work with red bull like it's just insane how this literally just started for me being like there was no other females on the mountains to like yeah making a movement out of it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> same with me like even right now because i'm in the like if you know about me i love chevy so my thing is the chevy i love chevy's i'm a chevy guy and it's crazy and it's weird i'm like i said i, I never try to be like dr dre but it just happened. I love Chevys. Like I own a Chevy. Like even I, like I posted the pictures yesterday at the Chevy dealership because I had to get my car fixed. So all these like driving people hit me up. Like yo, what's the Chevy? I'm like, bruh, I'm just 
I just love cars, bro. I love cars. So with that being said, too, like the brand extensions is, you know what? Because like I said, my show is really dope because a lot of people look for advice from like independent artists like us. They see us like winning awards and, you know, getting brand deals and performing and stuff like that. So a lot of artists, when you explain them to them that, you know, lifestyle branding and things like that, that really helps your career a lot. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I really want you. I'm glad you answered like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Uh, And I think mm -hmm. it was I feel like too, like people don't realize, like there's really, like it's like everybody says, and it sounds cliche, but there's really like benefit, like find what you like and what you align with, and then just find more like-minded people that like that. Like literally, like the people that support me within snowboarding is just because we have a love for snowboarding. We just so happen to snowboard, and like that's like a community within itself. So, like yeah, every independent artist should find out what it is like what do you like and then go find other people that like the same thing and become friends like it's exactly. that simple. that's it there you go there you go and uh you know uh, now one of my last questions before we get out of here i got a few more uh you know the harlem globetrotters you are the official mc for the harlem globetrotters now how did you land snag that deal deal how'd you snag that oh my god um so yeah insane i'm still like I missed the tour already, and it's only been like a week since it ended. Yeah. Um, but basically, like they were looking for a new MC, and I was just like, the Harlem Globetrotters, like this is iconic. Yeah. Um, so they ended up flying me out to Atlanta for an audition, and I I did what I had to do. Swear and up, I'm me, salute. And they, a couple of days later, and they asked me to go on tour. And I was like, hell yeah. Um, so really, it's an honor. Like, it's just to be part of a brand that's so iconic. The joy that it brings to people, like their yeah. families, the kids. It really is one of the best things that I've done in my life. Like, I'm thankful to be able to say that I've worked with them. For sure, for sure. I'm I'm, I'm happy for you. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand, like, even me, like, sometimes, like, I'm actually doing uh this, this thing called Boiler for Peace uh, in June, June 3rd, I'm doing it. And, uh, you know, the mayor's... Okay. The, yeah, so the mayor's supposed to be there, and just, you know, it's gonna be dope, and it's just like... People don't understand. Sometimes as performers, we deal with so much in the business, but we have to remember we're doing this for the children. We're doing this for families. You know what I'm saying? So, they don't understand why sometimes, like, independent artists like us, we make we make certain decisions based on that it's not about always about the the money or the fame you know what i'm saying so that, that that's really dope you know and uh now we're gonna talk about the hot new single taylor taylor swift 110 110,000 streams and counting getting up there what inspired that record uh i mean like it's just really that it's kind of how i'm just living my life yeah what i want if i want it then i get it but <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a homage um, to all the independent ladies out there, women that are doing their thing. I yeah. feel like I'm very much girl's girl. I love seeing women win. And it just came from like where I'm at in my life right now. I'm just focused on my career, like doing what I have to do. And um, there's a lot of empowerment in that. And then, of mm. course, I love to lift other up. So I, the reason why I named the record after Taylor Swift is people are always like, well, why is it called Taylor Swift? Is because... I think Taylor Swift is really an incredible business woman. Like, regardless mm. of how view her or, like, you know, think about her music, I think she's an incredible artist. But really, I respect her, too, mostly as just a businesswoman. Like, she 
breaks records, same thing. She's very unapologetic. Like if you, like when you really think about all the things that she's done, um, it's dope. So for me, it was just kind of like paying homage to all the women that don't take no for an answer. We're unapologetic. We celebrate ourselves. We celebrate who we are, our careers, and you know the time and the work that we put in. So keep getting what you want. If you want it, then you get it. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. Now, also too, you know what I noticed with your music, and uh, you know you you don't really have a lot of features. Like you don't have, you don't really like none. Like even in your projects, like you don't have any like nobody that you know what I'm saying. It, it you can tell like you pick the people that you really want to work with. So is there a reason for that? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's So now it's funny because this is probably for the first time I'm working on a lot of different projects ne- right now with a lot of different people. Okay. And then there's also projects and songs that I've been sitting on with features from other people yeah. um, that will hopefully come out or whenever the time is right. But yeah, I mean, it's not something where I purposely don't do it. It's just I'm very much like an energy person. And I just feel like sometimes I'm always just trying to figure out like, okay, like if I'm working with somebody, it has to be something that aligns. So like when I did like that Nothing Average song with Intel, like I loved his energy. Like he's a vibe. So it just felt right. But yeah, I don't do a lot of features. So I guess maybe there's have to be, I'm not gonna do like a DJ Khaled album. Maybe at one Yeah, because I'm looking, I'm like, yo, because I'm looking, I'm like, maybe she, because maybe I'm like, I'm shaking my head. I'm sitting there going through, you know, trying to come up with questions. And I'm like, you know, she don't got no, I'm, you know, it's funny though. I'm the same way though. Like, even like me asking you to produce the record, which I still owe you, right? So I'm like, okay. Like, even people, people, people ask me all the time to work with them. And I'll be like, like people get so offended when I tell them I don't want to work with them and I'm like it's not that I just it's just I don't like working with other people like I, I just don't like you know what I'm saying yeah. so I, I totally understand totally understand excuse me and it's interesting because I love and I love the art of collaboration and I think too maybe that's like a personality thing because I always yeah. say I'm like so obviously like I'm an extrovert but at the same time I'm also very much an introvert like I love people. <laughs> you know what it is you probably just like things your way that's what it is so you probably want to <laughs> yeah yeah so you like things your way so that I'm the same way so you just to avoid the headaches you're like you know what I'll just work by myself and just get it done <laughs> <laughs> well that's so I do feel like yeah. when working the waiting game does drive me crazy yeah. I'm like why is it five months and we still have have now. gotten good yeah I'm the same way I'm the same way I mean crazy so yeah that's part of it too it's like I know if I'm like working on my own project I can control how quickly I put it out yeah. um but it took me a very long time even to just like collaborate with people like writing because <laughs> that was 2017 I think the, the first feature I seen from when I'm doing my research was 2017 you've been out since 2013 so I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, um, this like songwriting camp, like a mm. few years ago, um, my manager at the time was like, literally same thing. Like you need to learn how to like work with people and like songwrite with people. And I was just like, Ugh, you know, so I went and I, it ended up really actually changing like my perspective on collaboration. Cause it was mm. like, you know, you're writing hooks with writing verses with people and it's it's a very vulnerable thing to be able to be like here's what i'm thinking and feeling and then give it to somebody else for them to then change it or add to it Mm -hmm. and um that was really big for me to be able to do that and now i like view it entirely different so i was like wow like 
our brains together really like made something <laughs> cool. So yeah. now I'm like, more open. Um, and like now I get excited to work with people, but I still yeah. need to get more out there. <laughs> Listen, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. As a DJ though, you know what it is as a DJ sometimes I do tell artists like cause DJs is different. We could we could commit you be we chameleon, so we can move around. We know how to be around different people. Like certain artists, I'm like, listen, you might just want to like work, you know, don't be so isolated. You feel me? And uh, you know, I wanted to ask this too. Are you signed with creative um create music group or are you just dis- that distribution? That's my uh, new distro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does it feel? How does it feel to be, you know, independent for so many years and then, you know, with create? I, I know I'm doing my homework. I did my homework. So. I know. I love that. I mean, you know, <laughs> so most people. So now when they watch this, they'll know about that. So most people don't even know about that. But yeah, no, it feels good. I feel like, um, like I said, I've been a, a lone wolf for a very long time. Yeah. But finding all of these incredible brands and people and that I feel confident about working with. So I'm still independent, um, but I'm definitely aligning with the right people. For sure, for sure. And then before we get out of here, no problems out now. You know what it is, DJ Chase. And before we get out of here, Miranda writes, Miranda writes. I have to ask this question. I always ask this question. So now you would create, now you got your you, you got your situation, you go with the Globetrotters, you got snowboarding deals. Always ask this for, you know, what advice do you have for anybody getting into the music business? That's my number one question. What advice do, as independent Miranda Wright's been busting it down, email blasts, videos, all of that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What advice do you have for any uh, anybody getting into the music business right now? I would say, you know, first of all, no one is going to ever care about you and your career as much as you do. And that takes, like, a lot. Like, you know, you would think that it's easy to learn, but it's, like, as artists, we're always trying to find that person, too, especially that help us or help us get here and there. And it's, like, I've worked with a lot of people since the inception of my career. People probably that have, they don't even know how many people that I've teamed up with and stuff. Um, But it's, like, you have to know your vision. Like, nobody's ever going to work as hard for you as you. Um, You know, the second thing is get your business right, you know, mm. yeah. about what you're doing. Um, you know, a lot of people think that it's just as simple as just like rapping and you go viral and your life changes and it's uh, not. Not that. Not that. And I think like just talking about that more because everybody sees that like, you know, final thing. But then also too, it's like success looks uh, very different for a lot of different people. Um, so it's not necessarily always that like viral moment that may be your thing. Sometimes it's just about finding people and um, opportunities that you can do within your space. So I would just say like nobody's gonna care, care as much as you do. So take care of you, um, learn the business, have a vision, and then just find mm-hmm. everything that aligns with that. Just you gotta enjoy the process because if you're only focused on the finish line, then you will hate how long it's gonna take to get what you want. <laughs> For sure. And then we have it, man, Miranda Rice, the talented, the super fire, the super dope. That new single, No Problems Out now. Miranda Rice, where can they find you if they cannot find you? Where can they find you at? Uh, oh yeah, okay. Put me in Google. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Miranda writes W R I T E S. No problems is out now. The official video is on YouTube, so make sure you check it out. If you like it, comment, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Gotta plug that. 
Um, but yeah, my music is on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Amazon, all that good stuff, Pandora. Follow me on Instagram. I mean, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. So I'm even on, I even make TikToks now. So yeah. Miranda writes everything. <laughs> You know this man is DJ Chase. Go string that. No problems out now. Go buy it. Even if you go buy it, she got probably got a band camp. Go buy it on Bandcamp, Apple Music, iTunes. You know there's no problem. Miranda writes. It's the pregame part of this podcast right here on WDJC DB DJ Chase Radio. That DJ Chase Radio mobile app on iOS and Google phones. Uh, DJChaseRadio.com, Audible, Spotify podcast, and YouTube DJ Chase TV. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's the one only DJ Chase, man. You know this, man. You're now locked in. DJ Chase Radio, the new, new audio home for the creative, man. Keep it locked. Stream 24-7. Let's go. We are lit. 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 Keep it lit. You are now listening to DJ Chase Radio. Turn your radio up. The home of the creative. Tune in 24-7.